Welcome to the episode of Tommy Talk. My name is Juan. This is my partner, Anthony. This is a judo podcast for judo players by two judo players. So, Anthony, how you been? <laughs> uh, I'm just really tired of what were we doing? Oh, yeah. I went I went out after judo last night with a couple of guys and a girl from our dojo and mm-hmm. just drank a little too much. And <laughs> and then um, this morning we went to teach judo class and we were prepping for our three dojos inter dojo tournament tomorrow um we happen other than that what well, well Which tomorrow by the time comes out, it will be last week last week yeah <laughs> so um yeah just prepping for it as i said like we're i'm trying something out regarding the equipment and we might commentate um well you might commentate i'm i'm going to try and help out um well, we can stuff. do it together. We can have the we can have the monitor right we, next to us. We have timekeeper stuff that was with yeah. you, and we'll maybe oh, have Scott we here to help us out. Yeah, maybe we'll I'll swap off with Philippe and a Philippe talk and have like some beginners <laughs> give their their uh, thoughts on as from a beginner's perspective because that is the the what I think would be interesting is like what beginners think and what they see that mm-hmm. uh, more experienced people don't see because they see mm-hmm. things differently. Um, yeah. yeah. So as we, it's something interesting we're going to try to do. We're going to try it, see what happens, or yep. we'll, you'll know what happens by the time this video comes out, most likely. Yep. We're also <laughs> going to try and keep this episode short. We are going to talk about the Tashkent, uh, Tashkent, uh, world championships, but right after this, mm. we're doing a live stream right after we record this, we're doing the live stream yeah. on Twitch. So, um, th- I, yeah. I don't expect anyone to come watch, but, um, we're just hopefully someone anyway. watch. Hopefully someone. Man, yeah. that thing is like ghosting like a mother right now. I have to, what is wrong with my It's like ooh, ghost of judo past. <laughs> I know, seriously. Like someone's trying to haunt me. I think someone's trying to attack me. What, yeah. Why is this thing ghosting so much? This is crazy. It's gonna, like, it's gonna yep. bother me all day long. Okay, so with, oh, with that further ado, I, I, no, I did. I did have some housekeeping stuff. So last episode, oh, okay, okay. Uh, we talked about the um, uh, the rules, right? the alternate rules and we mm-hmm. mentioned how the chokes are not allowed at 50 plus 50 and over slight mm-hmm. correction it's yeah. 60 and over not 50 and over well, i thought it was 50 because mm-hmm. i remember when we talked about it in the very beginning we said well if you have a problem with it with the rules just go compete at 50 and over instead of 60 and over so that's how we got confused <laughs> but the the rules are actually yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. and over so mm-hmm. no more chokes for philippe you hear that philippe no, I know you only. I know Philippe yeah. only listens to the beginning few minutes of our episode and then like skips ahead. So, gives us <laughs> <laughs> the first few minutes. Like, okay, I gave them some time. All right. <laughs> All right. Was there anything else housekeeping no. that we forgot to talk about? I know there probably was something. I think it probably was, but yeah. Yep. That, I think that was, was the main that? thing. Just that mm-hmm. that was a correction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So with that, like we talked about in the last episode, this past week was the. Um, judo world championships in uzbekistan and i could test tuscan tuscan how do you say the name of that city it was in tashkent tashkent in tashkent okay mm-hmm. so 
with that, there were some interesting things that happened, and there's some interesting things that did happen that was actually pretty good <laughs> because Anthony did do it. So the first thing we were talk about is the NFT. So Anthony did bite the bullet and he bought the NFT. I bought, bought it at a very it. interesting time. Like I yeah, I the, bought the it perfectly, before it. The perfect yeah. time. <laughs> so explain the NFT situation that happened. Yeah, if you listen to the previous episode, I said I was gonna bite the bullet and buy the NFT just to figure out um what it is. And Long story short, I'm not going to make this an NFT episode, but um, long story short, I bought the NFT and coming as a tech, a software engineer who owns uh, some cryptos, I had no freaking idea how to, how to, um, how do you say it? Transfer the, the cryptocurrency to my wallet. So very short rundown when you buy, usually when you go on exchange, like think of it like a stock market where you exchange cash, like um, mm-hmm. US, in my case, US dollars or euros to crypto, mm-hmm. they'll credit you the cryptocurrency onto their mm-hmm. account, like on the website. So it says like, hey, you have like one, let's say Bitcoin now, right? But the Bitcoin is stored mm-hmm. in their wallet. So when you read the news online, like the big news is saying, oh, big crypto exchange got hacked, million dollars were stolen. Like it's because people stored their uh, money on the, in the w- online wallet. It would be like, let's say the bank ran off with your money because you don't technically have the money. The bank's holding the money for you. Right. So it's uh, I yeah, don't yeah, trust the yeah. I don't trust the crypto exchanges. So you shouldn't either. So what you should do is after you buy the cryptocurrencies, you should create an offline wallet, which is what they call a cold wallet or a paper wallet. And then you transfer it to the wallet. So nobody else except for you has access to the wallet unless obviously you lose the key. So in my house somewhere or in a safety deposit box, I have a piece of paper with the private key for my wallet stored there. So so I, I tried to transfer the wallet. So the, the, the currency house. <laughs> no. So I tried to transfer the transfer the the um, uh the one judo coin the, they actually coined their own currency i'm not going to go into the details because it gets more complicated i'm trying to simplify it but i'm trying to transfer the one judo coin uh, to my wallet and let's just say they did not write down the good, very good instructions about the whole process and mm-hmm. even if they wrote down instructions mm-hmm. i i personally needed the more technical documentation to know what they were doing mm-hmm. there's basically um let's just say a wallet in a pal- parallel universe that had the same wallet address as mine. And that caused a whole bunch of confusion. And I did join the discord. I mentioned that on the, on the previous one, of the previous episodes. So I posted on a discord. I'm like, Hey, did anyone else's like stuff just like disappear or something like that? So I got some help from the crypto guy. I just, just, just say on the discord and it took me around. That sounds, that sounds very yeah. legit. You know, the crypto guy. Yeah, I got some help with the crypto guy, you know? He's clearly technical, right? So he made it sound like it's super easy. I just don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, man, I, I own Ethereum. I own some other coins. I, I know I'm I'm software engineer. I know. And he basically did the equivalent of, have you tried restarting a computer kind of stuff with me? So after like four hours, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, got, I got it working. I found out where my judo coin was. And I was able to redeem my NFT token for my mm-hmm. um what do you call it um my nft token for my judo path 
uh, whatever that's judo tv igf tv whatever they call it now this that's the other thing it's so judo confusing verse. the judo no, verse the judo verse <laughs> i think is different from their judo tv which is oh, different from shit. their live the igf live igf whatever to call it and that's the problem because mm. um shortly after they put up the uh, I, I guess we should go in sequence right oh, no, so, so it's good it's okay so let okay so you got your coin you I got tried my coin. to put it into your wallet. You tried to put it into your wallet. Yep. What did you get? Now, now, here's one thing for me also. Anthony only got one uh, one picture. Where uh, the I NFT. got one picture. I yeah. thought yep. the, way, the way they put it in the last video they posted up, if you bought a pack, they're saying like bottom pack, you're supposed to get five, I thought. So I don't know how Anthony no, got that's one. That's not how I understood. I only got one. Okay. And here, here's a joke, right? I got a, a, a lion and a blue key. So I jokingly yeah. sent that around. Like, now you guys got to call me Blue Lion on the mats. Mm-hmm. Got to call me Blue Lion, <laughs> and I'm like, if you want to, the, they actually send you to. Um, so there's a site called OpenSea. That's where you buy the NFT artworks and stuff. So people can mm-hmm. make offers to me to buy that Blue Lion picture from me. Yeah. So. I'm like, here's the link. If you guys want to be called Blue Lion, on take the right of being called Blue Lions at the dojo for me. <laughs> then you have to offer me a million dollars. So I, I was joking. A million dollars. <laughs> this ugly ass, basic, like kiss sixth grader drew a lion in a blue judo gi with a Sankaku in the corner. Oh yeah. my God. So, <laughs> so yeah, funny enough that Yoko Sankaku Katame, the triangle hold that like Dari Beloja does, that's one of my favorite turnovers. So it, it's mm-hmm. funny that I got that one. But so I got the picture, then I got a code. I couldn't figure out how to do the code to redeem it. But at, like I said, four hours later, I was able to redeem it. And the guy was like, because at the time when I got this picture, the live stream, the, they, they were no longer streaming the tournament on YouTube anymore, but they were streaming it on live.igf.org. So that's another thing to talk about right there. We'll get mm-hmm. into the get into the thing so i don't want i don't want to talk really about nfts know. anymore basically <laughs> yeah 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 so we're getting, so anthony got the nft he owns this nft now so you got all the perks of the nft mm-hmm. one of the perks of the nft is that when you buy his nfts i said a lot of nft here yeah <laughs> when you buy this freaking nft you get judo verse which is just the uh, igf's little judo channel and all the things that come with it for one year you can and also you buy- re- yes for one year and you can also request for a ticket for in-person tournaments and i tried yeah, to click so, it but i said like it was uh, too late already i had to request it like 60 days in advance before the event or something like that or six days mm-hmm. i don't remember what it was so yeah i mean if you so he, he you're gets the all the stuff in the nft yeah. packet you know yeah, if you're the kind of guy who goes fly around and travels to watch all these tournaments, like for 57 US dollars, getting one year of subscription to watch all the tournaments and um, being able to get a request for a free ticket uh, for all the events in, in, the, in the world tour, that's I think mm-hmm. that's a pretty good deal. But I don't see them. I see them doing it the first couple of years just to get people to buy into it. And then I don't see them doing it again. Mm. So... Okay. That's uh, what I think. So now we're, we're gonna we're gonna come back to the NFT in a little bit, but okay. So the IGF here in the US, we don't have a channel, or it's not live streamed or uh, shown live on a channel here in the US. It's not on ESPN or ESPN two or ESPN Cuatro or whatever ESPN would be out there, or Fox, whatever it's gonna be. So we watch it on YouTube. Okay, it's usually live streamed on YouTube, no problem, and it'll be there the next day also in case it's like a late night, sh- a late night mm-hmm. tournament for us in the US. We watch it next day, which is why it was uh, th- this case it was late night. <laughs> yeah, for us, I watched it, was a late it from night like 10 p.m. to like 3 a.m. or something. That's what I was watching. 
Yeah. So for me, I was like, oh, I was watching it the next day. And it was funny because Sensei Fleet brought it up that you can watch it on YouTube or watch it on the IGF's uh, video channel or video streaming service. They, mm-hmm. I just, just, just built or they're trying to push more, whatever, whatever it's going to be. So the next day I go on there and was like, why can't, where's the videos at? Why is there no videos? I ter- tournament stuff from the last tournament. Where's this tournament at? Where's it at? So I'm, I'm like, I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the day, I'm just like, you wanna, I'm just going to go on the IGF channel. I go to the IGF channel, which was a really hassle for me to try to find out where the videos were also. Like, mm-hmm. I swear, I, I I clicked on the same button like three different times and then it finally worked to put the right thing. So what happened is that because the IGF is pushing their streaming service now, which I believe is a worldwide streaming service, they're not going to put them no longer on YouTube for now. I don't know if they're going to put it in like a week well, later or two they weeks didn't later. Say, they didn't say that, but let's... Yeah. Well, at least as far as I know, they didn't say that, but, um, yeah, but there's, but we'll, there's we'll some talk theories about happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to come up with some things. So this is going to get very interesting and we're going to get to the world championships in a little while, but we have to go through this hoops. We had to jump to get to watch yep. stuff and people like me that are cheap bastards. I don't get to watch. I didn't get to watch it super live. So I go on there. I make an account cause you had to make a login to make an account. And Anthony made an account also because he already had the NFT stuff already. Yeah. Well, I had the account a long time ago when they made they, the I, live.ijf.org thing. They made it like last year. So yeah. they were testing it since last year. People just don't know it because they were watching on YouTube. So, yeah, it's just easier to watch on YouTube. Yeah. But the IGF, when you had to make an account, log in, all the other stuff. And for me, when I would log into it, and I'll click on the videos. I know Anthony was saying that on his lap, on his PC, it was like simple, easy streamline. Mm-hmm. He liked it a lot. Me, I'm watching this at work on my phone. I'll try to watch one video or one mat. And it's like three windows start popping up and they're all playing like at slightly different times. So I'm hearing Neil Adams and them talking over each other, like one second. It's yeah. like, God, pause, pause this one. Close this one. Pause that one. So, um, how do I say this? I was watching it on my, so after you told me that, I was watching it on my PC again, and then I wanted to go take a bath because I was uh, sore from training. So I took a bath and I loaded it on my phone. And two things I noticed, it you cannot watch streams simultaneously. So if I turn it on my phone, mm-hmm. my PC tab like shut, stops playing. It says like, you just loaded this in another device. So please like shut off mm-hmm. the other device. So you can only play one one stream at one device at a time. Um, number two was like you said on the phone, I started encountering a bunch of issues and everything. So, um, as a software engineer, I did some reverse engineering and I did some research and they hired a company that builds like, it makes it easy to build apps for them, um, to build this phone mm-hmm. app, the IGF phone app. And the app basically takes this company's like framework and encapsulates what what we call like a wrapper basically encapsulates the the website and if you you're if you do it lazy like that it's bound to be buggy on the on the cell phone uh or on the desktop whichever one mm-hmm. so yeah I, I get it to cut costs but it's bound to be buggy and it's still usable it's just gonna have all the issues like we we encountered where we heard multiple things going on and all that stuff but um yeah i mean the app wasn't that bad on the phone but 
could be better. Um, but I know it's a significant amount of cost to hire someone to build a custom app for your for your uh, company. So the fact that they took this, I'm surprised it works that well for because usually when you wrap uh, do a wrapper around the web app, it usually runs like terrible. It's not usable. But this case, in this case, it was at least oh, wow. usable. Yep. Yeah, it was at least somewhat usable. Once you figured out what was going on, yeah. you're like, okay, I got to close this window. I got to okay. avoid I doing these things. Video. I got to yeah. pause. Yeah, I got to pause. Like I said, for me, like just to watch a video, I had to click like this. I'd say, I swear the same thing. I had to click like three times till it finally yeah. opened correctly for me. But okay, so the first day, stream the stream the first day, no problem. Like, well, with little bugs. Mm-hmm. Second day, a little bit more buggy for me but it still worked. I can still watch all the matches I want to watch, the main event stuff, the metal matches, which is my big thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Anthony likes watching everything. The third day comes, it's it's not working for me. It's not working. And I and I text Anthony, hey, Anthony, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, uh, apparently they locked, they put it behind a paywall. A what? Yep. A paywall. And I'm like, I, I know what that means. I'm not like a one stupid. I, I know what it means. I'm like, <laughs> You get a first date, the first two days free, and then the rest of the term you got to pay for. From my point of view, I already bought the NFT, right? So mm-hmm. when I bought the NFT, I was like, I was having trouble activating it, like I said earlier, but I was still able to watch it. Mm-hmm. But so when I went on a Discord yeah. and figured it out, the guy was like, Why do you want to activate it now? Like he was basically saying, Why are you activate it now? You can watch it just fine. I'm like, Well, I bought this thing. I want to activate it because I didn't tell him I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to do it for content for my podcast, right? So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to activate it. He was like, well, if you want to activate it, here's the video. And he sent me this video that was like clearly just thrown together, like literally like maybe like 30, mm-hmm. like just, just then. Right. <laughs> and he just, he's making it as yeah. he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So he, he uploaded this video on discord is not on a website or anything. So if you've got, I'm not gonna go mm-hmm. in detail, but if you know what I'm talking about, you can see how like it's, you can tell it's just made, um, so I, I did it and then he messaged me. He was like, Can you post on the Discord that you figured out how to do it and it was easy? <laughs> like he wanted other people to see that I was like, Oh yeah, I figured it out. See, um, <laughs> see, that's another funny thing because in the videos that they've been posting on the IGF channel and stuff, and when they post it on YouTube, they're really selling this towards children. It seems like a lot of these videos like these are for kids and stuff, or mix and match, just like uh, just like baseball cards or Pokemon cards. So it seems like they're selling it to me like to children. And you're a grown ass man that's a computer engineer and you're having trouble with this. I can't imagine if you're a kid that wants this and doesn't know computers or you got a parent, a mom and dad that mm-hmm. don't know how to use computers at all. And they buy this. It's just wasted money almost. It's just so, like they, they took your money. It's like, oh, whatever. Who cares? I mentioned I mentioned the wallet about parallel universe kind of thing. So I almost uh-huh. thought I accidentally sent my thing to the wrong wallet and it's gone. But mm-hmm. um, apparently not. But that it could happen to someone who doesn't know what they're doing with crypto and sends it to somewhere else by yeah. accident. But what after that? So this is after he told me, why do you want to activate it? Right. Because you can see it right now. Mm-hmm. The next day, that was when they put the paywall up. And from my point of view, I can't tell there's a paywall because I already redeemed it. So I still watch my stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. on Reddit, it blew up and everyone's like, there's a freaking paywall now. <laughs> everyone's like upset and say, yeah. I would never pay for this. Like. And I'm not going to go in like the whether what people said and whether it's right or not. But um, and then people started questioning on Discord, too. And they said, like, they're like, OK, I don't mind paying, but this is a lot of money. And I'm confused now. Like, is this the Judoverse or is this the Judo TV? And and then is this IJF? Like, 
why was it showing me ads before then? Like, why am I getting out of paying this? I was watching a fine before. And the guy was mm-hmm. trying to explain all this stuff. And obviously he's like, well, you're, you're getting a better experience and there's no ads. He was like, and they're like, I, I didn't have ads before. And then I'm like, I actually got an ad <laughs> one time. And it, it jump scared me. Mm. Like it was just it, ma- it like filled it up the whole screen. <laughs> it filled up the whole screen. Start playing something. I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, so <laughs> I only got one ad one time. Um, so uh. basically, it was the implementation. The implementation was a mess. Like the my personal mm-hmm. feeling is that the app itself is not that bad. The pricing you can we're not going to debate about the pricing, right? Like that's a different topic. Like everyone has their own mm-hmm. thing, but. The app itself is not that bad, but the implementation and communication was terrible. There was, like we said, the roadmap didn't say jack shit. There was nothing mm-hmm. saying about like, hey, you're going to be able to watch the first two days free or, hey, we're going to put a paywall up on the third day or because yeah. from the from the discord <laughs> topic, the guy made it sound like this whole tournament, you can still watch it. And especially with his conversation with me, when he was like, why do you want to redeem it right now? It still works. It made it sound mm-hmm. like this is in the future. Like we're going to start putting a paywall up in the future. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden it put a paywall up, no communication at all. And there's no, I didn't know there yeah. was ads. Uh, he, he could, they could have said like, Hey, if you're going to do the free thing, there's ads. But if you pay the thing, there's no ads. Like I, I, honestly do not know what the hell is going on. I'm trying to explain it. And even then it does what the guy was telling me doesn't add up. So he probably doesn't know either. So the CEO is to me in my head, mm-hmm. the CEO or the people up there one day was probably like, Hey, let's just put a paywall up. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it seems it like. It works for me. Netflix. It works for Peacock. It, wor- it works for those things. Yeah, let's do it. See, but here's the thing to me, you keep talking about these ads. I didn't see an ad when I, when I, I saw one ad so out, out of like so the first me, three days. I only saw one ad. Okay, so here's the thing to me. Uh, now, this is going to go back to me being a, a wrestling guy. Like, I love pro wrestling. So, when WWE went to the Peacock channel to show their premium live events, their pay-per-views, people were noticing that if you had this, if you still had the old system, the old uh, WWE network outside of the country, there's these weird long breaks where they, where they ha- uh, show commercials mm-hmm. or highlights or, like, interviews and stuff. And so they piece it all together like, oh, so in America, because of Peacock, like in America, there's mm-hmm. the free version of Peacock, which is very limited stuff. There's Peacock with ads, which I believe is like five or six dollars a month. And then there's Peacock without ads, which is ten dollars a month. So if you got the Peacock with ads, that's what the ads are, where these long mm-hmm. breaks are in, in between the show. Yep. And people tell me because I don't. I don't pay for it. In, in judo, don't you don't know them. when the breaks are. So. That's, that's the thing. You don't know when the breaks are. Whether they put like a commercial right in the middle of a match or something. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we, we schedule it for right here. And the girl's in the middle of an armbar or guy's in the middle of a throw or something. Or something's happening. Just like, boom, do you need car insurance? <laughs> you know, it's just it's one of those things out of nowhere. So like, how are they going to be like, oh, okay, is it breaking the match right now? Let's part an ad real well, quick. Well, do it like okay. UFC does. They can do it like how UFC does it, you know? So in between the fights and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That watch well, what I would hope that's what they were going to do. Yeah. Now, when you got the ad, where was it? It was just a pop-up. Oh, it was just a pop. Okay. It okay. literally so filled like up my fist. entire screen. Like, Oh, so, cause I, cause I, ma- I maximized the screen to watch the, the tournament. Right. And it just like popped up and I was yeah, like, yeah. Holy crap. Like, um, <laughs> but my main, like, pop- Oh shit. Virus protector. Virus so, protection. One thing that I noticed that, um, is usually in world championships, there's three mats going on at a time, right? But mm-hmm. there's only two two mats going this time. And the tournament is seven days instead of the usual, what, five? 
five days. And yeah, yeah. So I don't know why they're only doing two mats for the world championship. Uh, some people said it was to drag it out so they have more time for commercials, or like you said, or um, just I see whatever. It. Yeah, but also I think it's to make it easier to watch it through the live stream because there's only two matches going on at a time. Because mm-hmm. I remember Hashimoto and Mariyama were all both going at the same time on different mats. I'm like, how the hell am I going to watch this? Because oh, I because they told me because the app only lets you watch have one tab open. When back when YouTube each uh, each mat has its own YouTube video, right? So you can open up multiple windows on a mm-hmm. big monitor and watch all of them. But this one, like I said, I can't even open two tabs or watch it on my phone because um, it only allows one stream playing at a time. So I would have to constantly mm-hmm. switch between mat one, mat two, mat one, mat two to see like oh. Oh, oh, the Discord fighting is Cheeto. Okay, let me swap back. Oh, 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 okay. He's on the floor. Let me swap back. Like, and sometimes I, I miss like some good attempts <laughs> at a throw. So, and some people told uh, me like, like when I mentioned this to, who did I mention this to? I don't remember who I mentioned it to. Like, just watch the replay. I'm like, it's different because one, there's no commentary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch the replay of the whole tournament, like of the whole commentary tournament, then yes, there's you. But then one, you have to find the time that's where in the timeline where the the matches were, and mm-hmm. um. But you can watch the match replays. That this is one thing I liked about a whole live.igf.org. It's a list out mm-hmm. all the matches. You know who's coming up next. You can vote on who you think is going to win. You can follow an athlete, so it'll send you an alert little thing when um they're they're up um. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? Yeah, basically, it's this website is really nice. Like, it's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. The website is pretty well done. Um, but uh, where was I getting at this? <laughs> I got we're on not a shitting on it. Okay, we're not fully shitting on it. Anthony yeah, the likes website. the way it's built and stuff. I just don't like the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. So if you click on the athlete, like, let's say I missed the match. I click on the athlete. I can watch, look at all the matches that has happened before. So I can go to the bracket and look at each match mm-hmm. that happened on each round and then click the play and mm-hmm. it'll replay the match. My problem with this is obviously there's no commentary, which is not important to me. Cause I don't honestly, I don't like the commentary that much anyway. But, um, second of all is there is no scoreboard on the screen. The, on the mm-hmm. bottom of the screen. So you don't know what, how many Shido you, you have to wait till the camera pans over yeah. <laughs> to the, to the back. So you can see the scoreboard in the back yeah. and you're like, Oh, uh, okay. I think, I think this is two Shido. Can you move ref? Like, so <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was the major problem. And um, even if you see it, when you fast forward, like let's say you're, you're fast forwarding. Cause it tells you when the Wazari happened, when the Shido's happened, that kind of stuff. When you fast forward, you can't t- see the scoreboard, which is super annoying. Um, mm-hmm. That's my main critique about it. Um, what's really also really nice is they have, they offer a front and a rear angle. I don't know if you saw that one. They offer no. a front. Yeah. There's a little, rear. there's a little drop box where it says front and rear. If you follow me on Instagram, I um, posted a story about how Dari Beloded lost. Uh, she got scored by a Wazari that wasn't a Wazari. And I showed two different mm-hmm. angles. And it was from that option of yeah. having, because honestly, I was like, okay, that's totally not a Wazari from this angle. But maybe from the ref side, it was a Wazari. So, but luckily I had the mm-hmm. option. I dropped down and played it from the different angle. I'm like, that's totally not a Wazari. They're freaking blind. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so that's a nice option to have, like the different uh angle. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So you might be asking, okay, so they have this new judo verse. They have the, the, um, the, the, what the hell is that called? The NFT. It, like I was they're not calling it judo. Get, the guy wasn't calling it judo verse. So he called it like judo TV. Okay. So they have judo yeah. TV slash judo verse. They have the NFT stuff. And we're talking about this paywall. What does this stuff cost? All right. So for what it came up, the, the, um, NFT that you bought, they were advertised, I believe it was $55. You said you got it for how much? Or no, no, not $55. It was 55 euros. Okay, everything's done in euros. No, it was 60 something euros. It ended up being 50. Oh, 60 something euros. It ended up being $55. I looked at my credit card statement. Okay, so it was 60 euros to get this NFT, uh, which is mm -hmm. the 70, $56, you said, to get this one-year membership, all right? Mm-hmm. What what they're advertising on the IDF channel was that if you want to buy access to each tournament, it would be 20 euros, right? Was it 20 euros or 20 some, 20 or 25, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Euros. Okay. So you got to do the math about how much that in America. So I was doing some basic math. I was thinking it was 20 bucks. So in euros to American dollars, it's slightly cheaper for us because we're a little stronger here. It was 1944, uh, mm -hmm. right? So $19.44 per tournament. All right. That's almost like buying a pay-per-view nowadays. Not more, it's a little more than pay-per-view nowadays, but it's kind of mm -hmm. like buying a pay-per-view every month or every few months and stuff like that for an old fight. The other thing they're advertising is to get access to the judo TV, judo verse. They're having one year membership. And that's what our instructor Philippe bought. He was like really excited about it. One year membership for 100 euros. And he didn't get a blue lion. <laughs> what? What do you mean? He didn't? No. Oh, the blue line. I said the, blue he, line. He, he, I was like, yeah, what so line? There's a no, line he didn't, somewhere. He didn't get line? the blue line. He all he got was basically the the subscription for the year to watch judo. That's basically what we got. Yeah, hundred bucks. And and to transfer that into American dollars, that would be a ninety seven dollars and twenty one cents. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I was doing this because different countries have different pay things and stuff, and. It, it, in the U.S., Great Britain, it's a good deal. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming Canada also because they're pretty strong. So just like the U.S., they're pretty strong. But I was doing it like in so 100 euros in yen would be uh, 14,464 yen. Okay, and I was just going out. It's just odd, just thinking like what certain countries it would be. And there was a couple countries where it's already in the thousands of what it was. Like it was in in uh, what was it in uh, Russian rubles? It was like six thousand rubles to buy it in um australia it would be 156 and uh, 156 dollars well whatever the australian dollar is and 85 cents and i like well because i'm trying to figure out like what these different countries how much it costs us and i was like okay well what about in an african country well one of the most popular ones would be like south africa i think even in south africa 500 i mean 100 euros would come out to a thousand Okay, at least a thousand of their uh, uh, South, whatever they, what do they call their, whatever, I didn't write it down. I just wrote, I just wrote South African dollars. But sorry, a thousand seven hundred. And just think of that cost, like we may think in America, like, oh, well, to the compared to the Euro to us, it's actually not that bad. We got to think of other countries that don't make the same amount of money as us, especially if you think about like yeah. what's the average monthly income. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say like, I think some people on Reddit mentioned how for many people in Brazil, like, mm -hmm. 25 euros is like how what they make in a month you know yeah, so you know. so I put it's it my credit card and i pay off this tournament in two months or three months yeah you know? so if you look about talk about video games or even pay-per-view like you have seen stuff they have this they region lock stuff so each region they charge different prices mm -hmm. but they don't 
obviously it takes money to, to implement the technology to be able to do this kind of thing. But for them, just charging a flat fee across the world, it's just you're you're excluding a lot of people from being able to watch this. So yeah, and and I get it. The euro, it's used in Europe. You know, a lot of countries in Europe use it, but you got to transfer that euro to now the Canadian dollar, the American dollar, the, the Mexican peso. I, did I look at Mexican peso? Did I, did I, did I, did I, did I, yeah, it was a thousand nine hundred and fifty-one pesos. All right, <laughs> that's crazy. All right, it's like, do I love judo that much? And I'm someone that loves judo, and I'm not even going to pay a hundred dollars. Okay, I'm not even going to buy an NFT. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to patch stuff together, but I have to yeah. watching the highlights on YouTube and Instagram. You know, watch. I'll be the next thing they're going to go after. Yep. But so to me, it's not fair charging this, and even it's not fair because okay, for you, you got this one year membership for fifty six dollars. You got your blue it took, before, blue it, took before, it took me four hours to figure out how to do it though. So. Could you <laughs> imagine like Sensei Philippe having to deal all of this? Sensei mm -hmm. Philippe ain't going to deal all this. Sensei Philippe's going to call you to deal with all this. That's, That's funny because I, I was just telling you today how uh, yesterday we electronicized our, our membership database, right? For our dojo. Mm. So we use our phones to take attendance. And then I was <laughs> signing someone up. I came out and I'm, I was starting to take attendance for the adults advanced class. And Philippe's like, oh, I already took attendance already. I'm like, Oh, I'm surprised you know how to do it. And then he was like, Oh, I just took a picture of everyone and sent it to one. And I was like, That's yeah. not taking the attendance. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, if I'm at work and I get a text from him at like 7 30 or something, I'm like, Oh, there's attendance. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll do it later. <laughs> yeah. If he hears this, he might yell at us, but hey, it's the truth. All right. So that was just to get to watch the world championships. Anthony got to watch all of it in his full glory. I had to patch it together because I'm a cheap Mexican <laughs> and I ain't going to pay no 20 bucks or a hundred bucks for one year membership. All right. I, I, I might, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. And this is one thing we're talking about earlier. Cause we're joking about it. Mm -hmm. I want to see how this actually goes because the day. So on the third day, when they put this paywall up, by noon, this is noon American time. So I guess, so it's already, the tournament's already happened. I'm, I'm guessing not enough people signed up or joined as that they thought it was gonna be like this landslide, just people joining because they want to see the tournament because you sent me this thing about it. And I sent you the same exact thing. Apparent, well, on their Instagram by like noon or something or when I time I woke up, because I had a night call that night, whatever, well, whatever time I woke up the day. Everyone on Reddit and Discord were unhappy. Let's just say that on Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. So after, so I guess the third day didn't sell as about sell as what they thought it was. They put up a coupon code to yep. get 25% off. You use this code, you get 25% off. And was that for the year membership or is it for the just, uh, I think it's for everything. I think I don't remember. All right. Still so a lot of money. That got, still a lot of money. I think for yeah. a lot of people, but that's just to me shows that maybe didn't sell as well as they wanted. It was like, Oh, we were expecting, a million people and said we got half a million or something. Yeah. I, exactly, I mean, pre previously, if you're going to something that was previously free for a long time and now you're starting charging someone so much money for it, it's going to mm -hmm. piss off a lot of people. Let's just say that. And yeah, obviously exactly. people, people who are happy with the change aren't going to take the effort to type in. Oh, I love paying for this thing it's so awesome it's going to be the, the people who are angry are going to be the one typing out all the comments and stuff saying that that's just how it is just same thing with yelp reviews right when you go on yelp or whatever mm -hmm. food review site your country has you see a restaurant with all the negative reviews that's because people are angry enough to 
to put in a negative <laughs> so review. Mad, but, yeah. review. And no, not many people are going to put, put in, like, think about when was the last time you wrote a positive review for a restaurant you liked going to? No. But then when you're angry, I did, I did the other day, but when I, you're I, angry, I you're like, oh man, I hate those guys. I'm going to write something nasty on Yelp and stuff. So that's uh, I mean, our dojo is kind of like that too. There's that one guy and then, yeah. Um, but none of our students wrote a Yelp review, the happy ones. So yeah, none of our students that love us have you lazy bums. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, that's so how like I, I see I said, I wanted, the to, comments. I wanted to, I want to wait. Yeah. So that's what the comments. I want to, I want to wait and see if, like I said earlier, are they going to post it on YouTube later? Are they going to like a, wait a week or two weeks? Or no, a month the, re or the replays are later? all on the live.igf.org. So not at all. They're not going to post on YouTube. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to backtrack from this. And someone, some of the, let's just say conspiracy theories I've heard was people are saying okay. that the, the viewerships are dropping, which I don't believe personally, I don't believe, but they said the viewerships and participation numbers are dropping. So they're not, as um judo is not as um desirable for advertisers so they're finding out different ways to make mm -hmm. money which is why they did this um but yeah let's not let's not talk about it too much because we still have to talk about the thing and we had the yeah, last stream and i just but, oh and i just had to add two more th things you could you have one more thing and i have two more you? things go yeah all right one more thing is that you told me that since this happened, that uh, Judo Canada was going to do the same thing. That was also. the one thing. That was the one thing. I wanted, One of the two things I was going to so, say. Yeah. So, Anthony, take it away. <laughs> yeah. So on Reddit, someone posted Judo Canada is going to start uh, charging to view, to stream, to view, just like the, uh, IGF to watch their national tournaments, which I mean, I know judo is pretty good at judo right now. Canada is pretty good at judo right now, but I don't know how many people watch it. I mean, most people I know that compete and do judo don't watch judo. So who is it that's going to be watching it? I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pay for it. It's, it would be like me paying to watch USA nationals. I would never do that. Um, I mean, after this, this, uh, this year when my thing's up unless they decrease the price mm. significantly i'm not gonna pay a hundred bucks a year to watch judo especially not with a yeah. kind of production quality and not just production quality i'll get into it as we talk in the tournament but the the refereeing like i always usually i watched one or two days and the refereeing is so bad that i just i don't want to watch anymore because it's like face palming the whole mm -hmm. time but uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that later. The The next thing, do, is that all you want to say about Judo Kanda? No, no, just that one. Just that little interesting yeah. So the right other there. thing I want to say was we have uh, we have a French, uh, French member in our dojo. And he says that he uses a VPN to connect to a network, his home TV network in France, and he's able to watch it for free. So I'm sure the IGF is still licensing mm -hmm. the streaming rights out to certain countries, just like before. Um, Mm -hmm. certain tv channels yeah. uh i know J japan was uh i watched some i i have a a method to watch japanese tv and they were streaming it and covering it and mm -hmm. their production quality is awesome i wish i could pay to watch the japanese cover it production quality is awesome mm -hmm. commentary is awesome um I would not, I'd pay a hundred bucks to watch a Japanese commentary for every tournament. Obviously they're not going to stream every mm -hmm. tournament, the Japanese, they only cover the Olympics and 
all Japan's and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, that. So if you have a way of watching some country that streams it, I would prefer to do that over um, the IGF. That's just me. So that was the other thing I wanted to mention. Mm. Yep. All right. So that was the, that was trying to watch the IGF. This is just trying to watch the tournament. The US, I keep wanting to say the US National now, the World Championships. So now let's get to the actual World Championships. Okay. So it's so, uh, so 2022 World Championships held in uh, Uzbekistan. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say your name again because I can't Tashkent. say it. Okay. So the, ov- yeah. So the overall, so overall, Japan took first place, taking 13 medals. Okay. They took six gold four silver and three bronze. All right. In second place, it was kind of surprising when I actually looked at the numbers was surprising that Brazil took second place with four medals. Oh, that, yeah. We go, we go from 13 medals to four medals. So Brazil took four medals, two, I mean, two gold, one silver, one bronze. Uh, now the IGF put it that Azerbaijan took, um, I mean, Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan, took third place with two medals because they took two gold. But in my opinion, the person that took fourth place, France, which I thought did better for some reason, because they seem like they're out there more, taking five medals was uh, France with one gold, one silver, and three bronze. So it, those are the top, like the top three are not surprised. Well, to me, Japan, Brazil, and France getting the most medals does not surprise me. You know, they did very well. They always do really well. And there's some interesting stuff where you're going to see, like when we get to, um, well, you, let's just talk about it right now, I guess. So this year in the world championships, they're doing the team tournaments regularly now. Okay. Yeah. So as part of the Olympics it, thing, it was pretty popular actually. Um, yeah. Do you mind if, do you mind if I talk about this first Anthony yeah, or do you want to talk that last? No, okay. So, ahead. all right. So what they did, they so, had wait, wait, each before, day, before you start, um, yeah. they, if you go on the IGF site, the team, tur- the mixed team tournament is actually its own event. Now it's mm-hmm. not, considered part of the senior world championship it's like senior mixed team world championship so mm-hmm. because you're saying do you want me to talk about this first a lot so yeah we, it's considered a separate event so is it okay yeah. so it's like another uh, on, one the, day site, tournament on the site at least basically yeah yeah so it's like its own one day tournament which is interesting so as most people know last year at the olympics and in the finals it was japan versus france for gold and everyone expected japan to get the gold because they're in japan well as most of us know, they lost. They took silver. And a lot of Japanese that were part of that team right there were very upset. They're like, I took a gold. I took that. You can see some of their photos also. Some are like really pissed off and looking angry and stuff. But the French team are like super happy. They're like, yes, we took gold on the last day. We took gold. Yeah. And they did ran back home. They ran back home <laughs> after that. <laughs> so it was a rematch of the finals from the Olympics. And it was Japan versus France. So in the end, the score was four to two japan got four wins france got two wins japan won so japan re um what do you say they got their honor back <laughs> by winning at the world championships this year <laughs> which is interesting because a lot of the team so i thought they had to build their team from the two people they sent from each weight class mm-hmm. but apparently there were some fighters that were there just for the team event there yeah. were some that fought that fought their yep. own events and got gold. Like there's some fighters that got double gold because they got gold in their event and they got gold at this, uh, the team tournament. But there's some people that there that didn't fight at all, which I was very surprised about and didn't know they could do that. Yeah. What the team tournament I think is interesting because that's the one tournament where you see people from two 
adjacent weight classes can actually fight each other. So if you ever mm-hmm. wanted one, let's just say, for example, Dari below did when she was in 40 minus 48, she could have mm-hmm. fought 52, someone from 52. So that's yeah. why it's, that's why it's interesting. Cause you see these kind of matches happen. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering who got a uh, bronze in both divisions. So the first bronze medal match or the one I'm going to talk about first was a uh, Germany versus China. Uh, Germany won that match. It was four to one. Uh, China also had the, I don't know if you want to call it the, easy bracket because their first match was against the IJF refugee team. So they, uh, they beat the one IJF the, refugee one team. One of the guys on the IJF, IJF referee team is actually from Iran too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, don't always discount them just cause they're a refugee. Status. I, ain't, I ain't <laughs> discounting them. I'm not saying they're a mixed match team. All right. I'm just saying that some people say that they're the easy, that they're the, the give me bracket. So, uh, China, uh, just off the top of my head, cause I didn't write this down cause that was very interesting. They won, lost, won, and then they lost. So mm-hmm. that's how it happened, that one. The match after that for the other bronze medal was Israel versus the Netherlands. Israel won four to two also. And it's interesting. I guess I'm going to talk about it. I guess, should I wait till we get to the women's heavyweight division? Or, okay, I, so. I and we, we can't go at that pace. If we're going to make it to the stream, we have to, yeah, go fast. <laughs> All right, I'm going fast. Now, I'll talk about it later in the women's heavyweight division. Okay? okay, so that was a team tournament, okay? So that was a team tournament. So, day one, Anthony paid for the money for the for the stream, so he got to watch. So, he got to watch everything. I didn't. So, Anthony, take it away. So, I just overall, I think the first two days were the best days uh, in terms of mm-hmm. refere- uh, refing the referees and the level of judo I saw. I was I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this these new rules and the referees are really on point. And obviously day three onwards in my in my opinion the refereeing just went downhill but um mm-hmm. overall i think the japanese players were um were, remember a few episodes ago we talked about the changing of the guard we're seeing a lot of people mm-hmm. especially japanese players that we've never heard of um well the a lot of people haven't heard of if you don't follow judo started competing here which made me question like hey this guy got like second place at kodokan cup or won all second place at all japan or won their weight category or whatever in japan but they don't have that much international experience and here they go just bam send in the world championship you know so i thought that was kind of interesting and and some of them you can see the um, lack of experience like I think t- there was two Japanese guys and I think it was guys as in a guy and a girl, I think that lost due to Shido's because of grip fighting rules. Like I think one of them did a two hand grip break and it let go. So mm-hmm. you can't do that. And that's sloppy. You can't and world championships. Can you imagine losing to grip fighting Shido's? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just really sloppy overall. I saw a lot of grip fighting happening with the Japanese. So um, again, that's mm-hmm. my opinion. So, um, there was a light grab that happened. There's another one. <laughs> like, so I, I was, I'm just reading off my notes here. Okay. So one, uh, one fight I really think people should watch is, uh, Nagasev versus, uh, Grigish Philly. That was a great fight. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it for people. Just some things I want you guys to, to look up if you haven't watched it yet. Natsumi uh, Natsumi Sunoda uh, from Japan. That was you have to you have to watch all her fights. She was just like tomoenage everyone. And then if 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 you can't, if you she's might not call to- it tomoenage, I'm 
I'm gonna call it something else. I'm gonna call it Krachonage. All right. <laughs> she looks to Wolanagin everyone. If you don't go over because her legs are so long from um mm-hmm. her height in that weight class, because remember, she used to fight in 52 and then she moved down to 48. So she's really tall, just like Dari Below did for the weight class. So if you don't go over, you're already really high up in the air or tiptoeing. And then she just flips you over to the side. And then she goes into her arm bar or uh, Udigarami or um, that kind of stuff. So she, she her Nawaz is really good, too. So um, it was a treat to watch that. So make sure you guys watch that. Um, Got to talk about Hifu Miyabe and Mariyama. Mariyama had an amazing freaking front. All right, front. All right like, so let's it. Yeah, Anthony, you got to be more. Got to be more. Okay. <laughs> so day one. So day one in the gold medal match. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, Sonoda from Japan versus uh, men's from Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonoda. This is her second world championship. She was defending world champion. Well, not defending because she went down a weight class. Yeah. Technically, she was defending, but not defending. She's out that gold patch. But this is her second world championship. And again, we're saying that she she's amazing. Nawaza. She was doing this really great Tomonage. And this match, she did it, got to Nawaza, got to Yokoshogotame, and got the pin for the win. That was the men's division at, at 48 kilos. Women's division at 48 kilos. Next was the men's division at 60 kilos. And again, it was a Japanese player in the finals mm-hmm. again. So it was uh, Kata, uh, Kata, I can never say that guy's name right. Katato uh, from Takato, Japan versus Takato. The, yeah. Takato versus the Mongolian guy. I didn't even try to attempt this guy's name because I'm terrible <laughs> at these Mongolian names. But this Mongolian dude out of nowhere got all the finals. Like no one knew who this dude was. I don't know if he was on a junior team or there something. Was a not, there was a lot of new Mongolians in this tournament that yeah. I've never heard of that and were doing guy really the, well. Yeah. He had the tournament of his life. Well, not tournament of his life. He's probably going to do better and stuff because now he's on the he's now on the mm-hmm. scene and stuff. But out of nowhere, gets to the finals, takes silver. So Takato throws him with first with this, his really far coach guy that he was doing all day long. So he has like this long lane coach guy, he got a wasadi. They fight some more. He got a second coach guy. This time got a little deeper into it, got the full Ippon. And uh, that was day two. But this is now his, uh, was it one, two, three, his fourth world championship. Mm-hmm. Fourth. And he put it the four afterwards. I don't know if he was doing the four horsemen or something, but he was <laughs> doing the four for the yep. four world champions he got now. I'm personally not a Takato fan. Uh, but yeah, he can't can't deny that. Yep. Yeah. So did, was was that uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that was day one. All right. Mm-hmm. So day two was fifty two kilos, and that was wins fifty two kilos. And in the finals was Ute Abe. All right. Mm-hmm. And of course she won. All right. And what she fought was this girl from Great Britain, um, uh, Gallus. What's her name? What's her name? Uh, Oh, it was uh, uh, Giles, Chelsea Giles. Chelsea Giles. I, wait, I remember I told you I saw her fight at the World Champion uh, World Championships in Tokyo in 2019, and her mom mm-hmm. or something was sitting next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Chelsea. So whenever people say Chelsea Giles, I just hear her mom screaming <laughs> runs right just next to me. Behind you. <laughs> so Utiabe, she wins with uh, Ushiro Uch. Um, the so Chelsea comes in with this kind of like Uchimata kind of like, I don't know if she wanted to full power, but um, Abe got her with this Ushiro. So she just turned her over on her own back, mm-hmm. got the Wazadi for it. And that was good enough for the win. They went the full four minutes. Uh, yeah. Full four minutes. And that was win, which makes Abe now a three time world champion. All right. 
and one time Olympic champion, three time world champion. Um, and it was last year she did the two on one. She won the world championships and the Olympic championships in one year. And then this year wins the world championships again. So she's doing well. She's on my uh, player of the year list right now. <laughs> I want to see how she does at masters. All right. <laughs> and then of course, if she's in the final, who's in the men's final, her brother, of course, yeah. I always want to call him Mifune, but it's Hifune. <laughs> Hifune. Abe. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> Hifune yeah. Abe. And who is she, who is he going against in the finals? Anthony? It was Mariyama, my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorites. Your boy, yeah. Mariyama. And yeah. my boy Abe again, fight to the end. And I'm just gonna say this: Mariyama came out with like a different style. He wasn't slow or looking for the best ipon that he normally does. He was going out there, I think, to like prove to the world and prove to Japan that I'm the best. I should be number one. Okay, I should have gone to Olympics. I'm the defending yeah. world champion. I'm gonna go out here and prove it. And instead, he came out, got a little sloppy, and got Tanya Toshid. And I felt so bad for he, him because when he, he lost the same exact way for the Olympic spot, that was the exact same yeah. way he scored, got scored on. And I don't know if it's just me, but Mariama always looks to me like he's a bright about to cry. And I hope he doesn't hear this and comes after me or no, something. I watched, I watched his interview after and I actually posted him on Instagram. He was, he was crying after. And yeah, I yeah. was like, man, I, yeah. my heart goes out to this dude, man. I feel so bad for him. And but he put me is looking thick, like he he's so much wider than last time I saw him fight Mariama. So it must be hard. He like, put on that muscle. Yeah. But uh now this makes him also a three-time world champion as well. Three times, three times, yeah. three-time world champion. All right. Was there anything from day two you want to talk about? Yeah, I think one person that was really uh overlooked is Vieru, Dennis Vieru from Moldova. Mm. He had an amazing run too. So um make sure you watch his matches. But overall, I think these first few days uh, overall in the whole tournament, I want to say, um probably Kifumi Abe, Maruyama, and uh Tsunoda um and then Uta Abe, I think they had the most dominating performance throughout the whole tournament. Like I'm, when I say dominating, I'm talking about throwing the crap out of everyone and submitting people versus like winning by Shido's and all that kind of stuff. If you, if you know what I mean. So, so that was uh day two. Shit. What happened? I think it pretty froze for a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I did froze too. I was like, yep. No internet connection and stable. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that me? Yep. That's you. We were, we were kind of right, talking right, over each right. other cause it's lagging a little bit, but. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. I think I'm okay now. Yep. Hopefully I'm. Yeah. I should be back now. All right. Yep. So do you want to go into day three now? I didn't write down days. I just wrote down matches that I really think uh, stood out because there's so many matches and not all of them mm -hmm. are again, especially after the first two days, there's so many Shidos given out. Um, mm -hmm. It's not interesting to watch. So speaking speaking on shitos so the this is the weight category uh 50, minus 57 kilograms where al was really looking forward to clint kate fighting um uh krista deguchi and um again as most of you know i'm not a fan of clint kate spamming drop knee um mm -hmm. so one of the matches that stood out to me was uh lian chin ling the Taiwanese, tall Taiwanese mm -hmm. girl, she was fighting Klimkate mm -hmm. and uh, you can see Klimkate was getting away with so many false attacks. Like she did mm -hmm. so many false attacks where I, I'm just like, how does she not get a Shido for it? 
And one interesting thing that I noticed was um, Lian. Uh, it's it's widely known that the Taiwanese most likely trains with the Japanese because of the proximity of how close they are to Japan. And I just mm-hmm. heard in the back, like, Lian, Ganbare, like people were like um, <laughs> cheering for her in Japanese. So mm-hmm. it's very likely that she trains with the Japanese national well, team too. Your boy, the other Taiwanese guy, um, yeah, took bronze yep, yep. in a 66 kilo. Yeah, so, so I forgot, to, m- so well I, himself, I forgot you know? to mention that. Like, remember, I he fought Takato in the Olympics mm-hmm. and got silver, and I thought it, it wasn't fair, like the calls, because mm-hmm. of the Shido, the Shido calls were bullshit, I thought. And I'm glad I got yeah. to see this rematch, because I actually thought, even though he lost again, but I thought it was a legit loss this time. It wasn't shitty calls from mm-hmm. the refs so um that was a uh, <laughs> fun to watch but leanne versus Klimkate, um Klimkate won again dropped her way to make dropped on her knees so many times that it, and getting away with the false attacks that uh leanne got han sokumake for uh not attacking and you can see her face is just like what the hell like <laughs> like she's like what yeah I just how attacked. is this fair yeah how is this okay yeah so in the women's finals of the 57 kilo division, it was Silva versus um, Funa Kubo. Funa Kubo. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I will say about this match, this is one thing that you and I noticed then, is that there was a pin that Funa Kubo was going for. And when Silva laced her legs around her head, yep. they called Toketa. Yep. And I, I remember having a question about that. It never was Toketa before because it wasn't considered full control. Yeah. So, so the, the, is that like the, a new uh, rule change? I don't know. I saw when I saw it, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's still a pin. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, the the pin we're talking about is Udagatame. So if you don't know what Udagatame is, go look it up. But basically, you think of like a backwards Yokushi Ogatame. Basically, basically Yokushi side control. Think about side control. Your chest is on the person, but Udagatame, your back is on the person. So, um, mm-hmm. but what she Funa Kubo. Um, is really well known for her Nawaza skills. So they actually named one, one of the turnovers that all the girls on the national team does is actually named after her. Um, and her whole game, this whole tournament has been revolving around Obitori Gaishi and Udegarami to turn people over. Um, mm-hmm. And she kept turning them and turning them. That's also what Uta Abe does a lot, by the way. But Funakubo, I think does it at a different mm-hmm. level and she relies on it a lot more than her throws. So, she would do that and then turn everyone over and then threaten the arm bar. And then if she doesn't get the arm bar. She goes into Yokushi Ogatame. I think she Yokushi Ogatame like three or four people this tournament. Um, mm. But yeah, so one of the pins she got someone in was uh, her final against Rafael da Silva, uh, Ra- Rafaela Silva, mm-hmm. who, by the way, got popped for, uh, if you've just to remind it, because I hate cheaters, got popped for steroids. Um, so she, this is like a few years ago and she got her medals stripped away from her. Um, but she's back in this tournament. Spoiler alert, she wins gold. Um, but one of the one of the things yeah. she did was she caught her. She won by she did um or she got, I'm gonna just explain what happened. So she yeah. did an Uchimata, she got Wazadi, and that was enough for her to win a match. Yep. It was golden was score, I think. She won by yeah. Wazadi. Um yeah. so she pinned her. Oh, no, no, I think it was Reg- Yeah. So she pinned she pinned her with Uragatame and then the mm-hmm. Rafael da Silva being so long and tall, she was able to kick her leg up around her head, around um, Funakubo's head, and then they call Toketa. I'm like, what the? That's that's not Toketa. 
imagine someone gives you a kiss like a Tame and they don't put their head down. So you kick your leg up over them and, and just hold, put, put your legs there. That's not Toketa. You're still being pinned. So mm-hmm. that's something I'm going to have to ask the, the referee uh, next time we have a referee clinic because that doesn't make sense to me. That's because um, if that if that's the case, mm-hmm. um, there's a turnover I really like to do. That's a crucifix. But Filippo always tells me, you know, you're being pinned right now, right? And um, that's why I stopped doing it. But if that's allowed, then if like someone kicks their head over and it's it's Toketa, then I'm I'm still going to do it. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, Funukupa took silver this, but the good thing for her is that she was part of that team tournament. So she took uh, she took a silver and a gold at this tournament. All right. And she was on the team, the team tournament, not the Olympic team tournament, but the last year's world team tournament. So she's a two time team gold medalist, which I thought was a little interesting thing. You know, like I wish you won the match, but hey. Sure yeah. Happens. So um, also in this weight class, like we talked about Chris, uh, Chris Taguchi, she lost to the Mongolian and the Mongolian was drop spamming Tomoe Nage and Sumigaishi, but they were like really bad attempts. I don't know if you want, don't want to talk about and mm. they did get her off balance. It is what it is. Yeah. They did get, they did get her off balance, but it was really, it would be like if I just pulled guard on you over and over, it, it, it literally looked like pulling guard. So, mm-hmm. You know how when you pull guard properly, the other guy steps forward a little bit, right? So she basically mm-hmm. just spanned that, and Chris Taguchi got shitoed out. So that's what I really don't like about the these kind of rules. But it is, like you said, it is what it is. Um, one other thing is Sazik is in this um, uh, weight category. Um, also, Dari Beloated. So this weight class is pretty stacked, right? Um, Dari Beloded lost to Rafaela Silva because she was holding the same side. <laughs> so she was holding the same side and it was before she attacked to give her like a, a defensive posture she and she lost. So that was interesting. And then also she lost to the Mongolian that um, her name is Latvatugu um, that beat Krista. And she ultimately uh, lost because of that terrible Wazari call that we talked about. If you follow me on Instagram, I showed it again. Like, yeah. um, the, like I said, to mention the camera work. Um, this is one of those instances where you fall on the front shoulder, and it was clearly not a score, but they called it called it a Wazari. And um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. So <laughs> that that was like one of the ter- most worst calls I've seen in the whole tournament. Hmm. And uh, so in the men's yeah. division at oh no is there something else you want to talk about? No, keep go go ahead. Okay, so in the men's division at seventy three kilos, we had a Mongolian man that I'm not going to try to say his name again because I'm terrible with these Mongolian names. Mm-hmm. Anthony, do you know his name? Uh, no, I don't remember. All right, but he fought Hashimoto. Okay, yep. and Hashimoto, like I always feel bad for Hashimoto. I, I don't know why I like yeah. Hashimoto. If you okay? if you look at I, Hashimoto's I like Hashimoto. if you look at Hashimoto's bracket, he had a tough bracket. He had a really mm-hmm. tough bracket. So, so, so they go into Golden Score. Uh, the Mongolian won by um, was what the what's where um, Ochigari. Mm-hmm. It was Ochigari. That's it was a nice Ochigari. Right, so, yeah, yeah. I remember he came in. So it's in Golden Score. Comes in with Ochigari, boom. Uh, was it Wazadi or Ipong? I didn't write that down. I, I think it was Ipong because I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it was in Golden Score. 
he wins. Hashimoto takes silver, Mongolian player, first time world champion. I wrote down a little note that the Olympics last year, he came in uh, bronze. He got bronze at the Olympics. So it's good for him. Mm-hmm. Get a bronze, world championships next year. Fantastic for him. Oh, one, then Dave, one yeah, thing I forgot to mention, back to the Sazik uh, versus Dari Beloded. Um, one thing I noticed was they called a Shido on Sazik or something for repetitivity, but you know when you grab someone behind the neck like that and then mm-hmm. how is it a shido if someone moves the you know you're not allowed to duck under but if the other person ducks under for you yeah like, i don't know I, I don't know why that that is considered a duck under but yeah you have uh, to fight a, for them to stay on that yeah, good side yeah, <laughs> yeah so i'm going to try that that out i'm just grab someone behind the neck in the middle and then like swing my arm over and say, oh you ducked under me and didn't attack shido <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> All right, so day four, we had women 6'3 kilos. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's a Japanese woman in the finals again. <laughs> uh, it's Haruka versus um, the Canadian uh, Pennard. So mm-hmm. uh, Haruka wins with Ippon Uchimata. Oh, yeah, she got this beautiful. I remember that now. It's like this really nice Uchimata Ippon she got onto her. And this makes Haruka's first world championships. And she also, she was one of the players that was also on the on the team so she came back with two gold she got gold in team tournament and then she got gold in the in her individual tournament so that's really good for her um so that was the women's division was there anything about the women's day that you want to talk about since you had to watch it um i I, like i said i overall just stopped watching after this tournament i just i just looked at highlights and then from the highlights i saw i went back and watched some of the stuff i just focused on the terrible calls which kind of reinforced the idea that i shouldn't have watched it so i'm glad i stopped watching it (laughs) well we have to because all these people know so in the men's division 81 kilos the thing that i'm thinking about Mm -hmm. cutting down to for for winter nationals i ain't gonna actually do it (laughs) i thought maybe no i'm not no maybe no no all right so 81 kilos uh this one we had the georgian uh uh god how do you uh tato do you know how to say his last name that's uh no yeah i don't know gradashvili that, that how do you pronounce it correctly oh, uh, gradashvili they're all something dashvili so <laughs> dashvili yeah uh and he was fighting the belgian player uh cassie uh, yeah Cass, so defending Cass, world champion say his name it's Cass, yeah. defending world champion yeah, I was wondering because of E at the end. So Cassie is a Y. Cassie. I think it's just Cass. Oh. It's I think that it's silent. All right. All right, fine then. All right, but oh, so Gerashvili he wins. It goes into overtime. This is one of the longest matches of day two. This one I wrote down because I was like surprised how long it went. So you got four minutes of regular score. Then he went to four minutes. Like seriously, right at four minutes of golden score. So if they're fighting for eight minutes straight. Uh, I hear people talk about oh, I do five minutes of MMA. This is eight minutes of grappling. All right. <laughs> Eight minutes of stand-up judo grappling. This is crazy to me, okay? Uh, but he won with, um, what was the move it was? It was uh, Kochigari. No, was it? Yeah. Kochi, what did he go into? No, no, it was just that. Was it just that? No, no, it wasn't. What did I write it down at? Why did my notes so messy? Oh, it was Kochiguruma. That's what it was. There it does. I was getting messed with my notes. That's Koshi Gruma. He got the Wazadi with it at four minutes. I was so amazed by the time. Eight minutes. That's nuts. <laughs> Did you get you you watched that match? What did you think about it? I I it was I thought the match between him and um 
what's his name? Trying, uh, Fujiwara was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cass versus Fujiwara, like, is a must watch. Like, that whole match was amazing. Like, uh, Fujiwara was up by Wazari. I think if he played smarter, he would have won, but he got countered was he was attempting a Udanage. The guy just like controlled it. So he landed on his back and he was lost by Ipon. So the whole fight was amazing. Gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Then we go to day five. Day five was the women's once was the women's, I was gonna say mm-hmm. 170, the women's 70 kilo division. And that was uh Croatian versus Croatian. Mm-hmm. And um it was uh uh, do you know their names? I guess I didn't write down the names. I just wrote the defending world champion, the Olympic medalist. You mean? Yeah, 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 Krapike yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, what happens is that it was an Uchimata into Niwaza into an armbar, and um, Krupik, I think she was the one that tapped. Was it her the one that tapped? Because it was um, Matani. Matane, what, uh, Mate, what, I can't remember what her name was and stuff. Because I just wrote down Croatian versus mm-hmm. Croatian. Because remember, I didn't get to watch all the show. I got to watch it in highlights. I had to <laughs> piece it together and stitch it together. In the men's division in 90 kilos. Now, this is where it was an interesting one. Because I can't remember if it was this match. Um, or was it, I can't remember if it was this one. Or it was the 70, or was it the 70 something? No, because it wasn't the Geo. Whatever. So the next, so the next match was men's ninety kilo division. This is when Uzbekistan finally had one of their people in the finals. So yeah, I, about was, that. Was, yeah, I'll talk yeah, about it. Well, in the, I'll talk about it in the end. Yeah, we'll I'll talk about finish. it a little bit because yeah. we both. Yeah, so Uzbekistan versus Italy. The Uzbekistan player was um, uh, Davarto Davart Davart versus uh, Christian, and um, so this one was a Shido match. So the Uzbekistan player won by Shido. It was in time. They didn't go overtime. He just won by Shido's. This is this was this the guy that kept on doing the throws on top of his head? Yeah, Tur Turaboyev. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, so go he, ahead, say what you want to okay. say. Okay. So if you look at um the pre- one of the previous matches in previous day, uh, the defending Olympic champion, I think it was um, Bikaru versus Bikari versus uh, Bobinov. Um, Bikari did uh, uh, no, no, Bobinov did a head dive, I think. Yeah, in the semifinal, and it was not called. <laughs> so, or it was the other way around. Basically, the Uzbekistan people had the home field advantage because when they did head dives, it was not called a head dive and the video re- they did a whole video replay thing. And they were like, Oh, it's not a head dive. I don't know what you guys talking about. But then when they fight against someone else and they did a head dive, they would make sure to call it. So that's a home field advantage, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. Well, there was something, cause even I think it was Neil Adams that said it because during the one highlight video I saw, you could hear Neil in the background saying that he's going to get called on that sooner or later. If he keeps on doing it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, another country he might. Even they even, it's not even just the head dive. They also gave the Wazari too. Like, let's say, like, Oh, that's a score. So. <laughs> yeah. So that was, it's a bad, you never want to see a gold medal match end in Shitos, mm-hmm. but this one did. So I really, don't care about it. Like I feel bad for the Italian guy, but hey, yeah. it is what it is. I remember now. It was uh 
Bakari head dive. Bakari versus Bobanov, he got disqualified for a head dive. Bobanov is Uzbekistan. Mm. Okay. So he he won mm. by the guy getting disqualified. And then Lipartiliani yeah, yeah. fought Turboboyev, which is from uh Uzbekistan, and head dive like tw- at least twice. He had dive at least twice, and there was no Han Sokomaka given, and they even gave gave him a Wazari for the head dive. So mm. I think Lipertiliani got screwed over. I yeah, I, mm. I think this guy who ultimately became the world champion, by the way, from this tournament, has is gonna have a huge asterisk on 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 the world championship in my mind. Kind of like how Darius Below did second world championship, I think has an asterisk on it too. So all right. So then the next day, day six, we go into the women's minus 78 kilos because after that's a plus 78 kilos. So the minus 78 kilos with the Brazilian versus the Chinese girl. And um, the Brazilian girl won as uh, uh, was it Myra? She won. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the Chinese girl was May. Mai? May? How do you say your name? I don't remember. Like I said, I didn't watch all the matches. Yeah. Uh, but it was a. Uh, I was a uh, what did I write down? Tanya. Yeah, it was Tanya Toshi. It's Tanya Toshi for Wazadi, and she won in that time. So good for her. She becomes now a three-time women's champion, world champion. Um, did she fight in another weight class before? Because I don't remember her. I don't it remember. It was a long time ago. There's a lot of shifting around going on. Yeah. Then we have the men's division, which was the minus hundred kilo division, the big boys. And again, we have another Uzbekistan player versus a Canadian player, Reyes, which I liked Reyes. The entire yeah, game like he was it, fighting, yeah. I liked the like the way he was fighting and stuff. So if you watch him I in other tournaments, it's it's really he's really, really good too. Like he has mm-hmm. I like his judo. His judo style is really nice. Yeah. So he lost to Uzbekistan player in golden score by Kochigadi. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether it was Wazadi or Ipo and Kochigadi got him down, he got the win. But he fought away to the end and he also trained in Japan as well. He trains at um uh, he trains at the same school the Japanese player does. Um I, I had a, I was thinking about the other day actually. Whatever. There's multiple Reyes schools, had, so I don't know which school. Yes, you're talking I know about. there's multiple schools. <laughs> all right, giving me shit here, mother. All right, so I like Reyes, um, but yeah, he got silver. Good for him. And Uzbekistan takes their second gold medal, so they hosted the tournament and they got two gold medals out of it. So good for them. One of them we're a little shifty on, but hey, it is what it is. All right, and at least he got a score for it, as long as in golden score. Then we go into the women's. Plus eight, plus seventy eight kilo division. Okay, it was French. It was the French team, um, Romani versus the Brazilian girl um, Souza. And see, so the French girl she gets her down with like uh, was it Kochimakikomi? Was it uh, or yeah, it's Kochimakikomi holds her down for the pin for Ushiro Kasukatame. She got Ipon with the because she didn't get anything with the throw. I remember, and I thought it was kind of weird because I thought it was Wazadi when I watched it. But she gets her Ushiro Kasukatame, and she got the full pin on her. So that was a good match. It just just saw her take her down, and she land on her holding. I was like, oh, she's done. She got her in that good pin right there. It's done. It's over. There ain't there ain't no coming back from that. The men's division plus one hundred kilos. We had a Cuban player and uh, Andre or Andy, how you want to say it? Grand, versus Granda, a Jap- I think. Granda, that he says. Yeah. Grand- well, yeah, his name's Grande, which is always funny yeah. when I say his name. Grande. It's like, uh, El Grande. <laughs> I know it's going to be terrible. People hear this. But he fought the Japanese player, uh, Saito. Saito. So he's yeah. the son of the legendary Hitoshi Saito. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and they had they kept on showing pictures was it his mom that was there holding the picture yeah, of his dad his mom. yep yeah which is funny because of all the pictures that she could have um, that sounds terrible now because i'm criticizing this of all the pictures she could have picked it's just like a normal like weekend photo of him like nothing fancy mm-hmm. like i was really gonna be a whole like a judo photo of him and <laughs> being stuff or a dojo photo no it's like something like him just like hey what's going on it's just a simple photo but <laughs> hey sentimental value maybe all right and saito had a great tournament too because i f- believe this is his first time going to world championships wasn't it yeah yeah it is so if you watch yeah. he got he got shitoed out in the finals um i I thought it was questionable to be honest, but um Yeah. Well it was it was okay, so it was Shido'd out, but it was Shido out in Golden Squirrely. So these yeah, are big gold, boys going yeah. past four minutes. All right. Yeah. So but if you look at his throws in all the previous matches, it was freaking amazing. Like you don't see heavyweights doing throws like that often. So it was pretty mm-hmm. pretty fun to watch for a heavyweight fight. Because I watched that was one of the fights where I watched the whole fight. So mm-hmm. and that's something to look out for, see how he does later, you yeah. know. First major first international or first world championships and he's already taking silver mm-hmm. let's see man maybe next time we take gold maybe at france he's taking gold who knows yep. the one thing that i would like to say and this is about the women's heavyweight division so in one of the women's match it was the bronze medal match and it was the israeli girl versus the french um was another french girl was in the bronze medal match whatever but it was a bronze medal match and it was this israeli girl and she's tired they're doing they was and she's tired and her hair comes undone Mm-hmm. And the highlight video I could see, yeah. so she stops and she starts doing her hair, and then they cut to the crowd, and the crowd's all going like, "Oh, oh no, oh!" And they're, <laughs> they're all doing the hair symbol thing, the hair pulling thing on the side. So just to let people know, or uh, the the rule's still like pretty new, so it's a little maybe fuzzy to most people. From what I remember, the rule or the way they explained it, the first time you redo you redo your hair is okay. You get one hair fix. If you get told by the ref to fix your hair again, it's a Shido. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she f- decided to fix her hair so, on her own. So right before we recorded, I uh-huh. went back and watched the whole match. And yeah. she fixed her hair. I, they gave they gave her two shots. at fix, She was fixing her hair at least four or five times. But she at least... Oh, really? Yeah. She was fixing it at least four or five times. But she untied mm-hmm. it at least twice so they gave her an extra one you're only supposed to get one mm. so the time mm. that um she got disqualified at another shido which was the third shido for it um that yeah. was the third that was the third time she untied it already so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so this is a very interesting match so she lost the bronze medal match and mm-hmm. uh, she lost the bronze medal match for three shidos it's because one of the last the last time she was getting up she took her hair down and it was Neil Adams or the other guy was saying that she's taking too long or something mm-hmm. that there's, they're yep. saying she took the, that guy show because she's taking too long. Either way, I was just like, well, she was doing her hair. I don't know if it's multiple times already, but if this is the Shido one, it's a Shido one. But when she got that Shido, like fix your gi, do that. She mm-hmm. took all the time fixing her hair, going forward, going back, getting some life into it, putting some air, putting some, uh, what are they, body in your hair and stuff. And they give her the Shido and they do that ponytail thing. They give her the Shido. She's like, what? what i'm just like what do you mean what yeah. you know the rules no, they gave her an extra extra time too like i said she, she got a freebie so yeah so she lost that match but i will say this she was part of the israeli um team mm-hmm. so she did take bronze in the team tournament so good for her that way hopefully you learned how to fix her hair but they're not playing with that hair thing like well this is yeah. the first time i've actually seen someone get shielded with it but you know they're not i guess maybe they're not playing more or less now yeah all right, so, so that was that 
was the 2022 World Championship. There are so there are some stuff I want to point out that people, if they're watching it, they should um, pay attention to that I thought were, like I said, shitty calls. So mm-hmm. as you all know, we talked about Sonoda already, but in the same weight class, uh, uh, Tonaki Funa, which I call Tuna. Um, I like to call her Tuna, but uh, Tanaki Funa, she got uh-huh. disqualified. She was, I wanted to see her fight for gold against Sonoda, but she got disqualified for an arm bar mm-hmm. throw, Maki Gatame. And it, it was kind yeah, of an that accident. Was, that would be yes. I, I mean, if you had to call it strictly, I was like, okay, that I can see why you would hunt Sokomaki for that. But the, yeah, it was, it was. But a, I saw worse in a day. I saw yeah, so I was going to point out if you thought that was if you're going to call Han Sokobake on that, you need to look at uh, Lee Chunhuan from Korea versus Sagi Muki from Israel at minus 81 kilograms. Mm-hmm. Um, Sagi Muki did an arm lock throw. He straight up definitely hyperextended the other guy's arm and, and no, no Han Sokobake. <laughs> so I don't know how he got away with it, but then because they did a video replay too. And why mm-hmm. uh, Funa Tanaki just got disqualified. So that's one thing. Um, yeah. Oh, another highlight really of the watch, Hamada Shori, uh, defending Olympic champion, got thrown by a Brazilian 18-year-old kid. For beautiful Hizaguruma. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't, you yeah. don't see You don't see Hizagurumas often. And it's usually Sasai. This is a big Hizaguruma. So... If you want to see he's a groomer in action, because then then look at this one. Um, another thing, uh, we talked about a hair tie thing, and then um, Chochi from Belarus. Uh, I forgot which fight it was, but he got like two shitos in the span of ten seconds. Like he got a, he got a passivity shito, and then so the the new rules say you can break grips as long as you grip right away, right? So he broke mm-hmm. the grip and he was about to grip back. And the referee was like, Mate, Shido for grip break. And, for, for, and he was like, what the hell? Like that was, it's been like, so I thought it was kind of bullshit how he lost. So um, uh, overall, uh, I'm glad I didn't, well, I would be pretty upset if I stayed up all night watching this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. What I used to do when I when I said did earlier is that I just watch the metal matches because I know I don't want to get upset. I'm going to see the highlights later. Other people are going to post them on Instagram or YouTube and stuff. I can see what's going to happen crazy. What my thing is, I want to see what the gold medal matches happen. What happened mm-hmm. there? And I hate when gold medal match goes to Shido's when they shoot someone out. But luckily, yeah. there's only was it two matches got decided by Shido's. Yep. All of them got equal into Wazadi. So it was a pretty good tournament, in my opinion. And Japan did really well. Came back, not came back, but they mm-hmm. come out with a fury after just hosting the world championships and getting that rematch with France in the team tournament and winning this time. You're like, yeah, we got to honor back now. Yeah. See you in France. Yeah. I think the the bias towards the for Uzbekistan was really obvious this tournament because of the head dives. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a the huge guy was like his whole style just revolved around head diving. Um also uh I, I think it was Klim Kate's match where she lost, got disqualified. You can tell the ref was like, Wait, Hansel Kamaki for her? Are you sure? Really? Like defending world champion, <laughs> really? Are you, Okay, you sure? Like, and like, okay, it's just like you can tell she was like pointing at, pointing her. Like, are you sure? Pointing her ear, pointing at the person. Are you? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're sure, yeah. not the other one. Yeah, this yeah. one, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So <laughs> yeah, I, I, that just kind of kills the fun out of it for me. And then I forget about it and I go watch the next tournament a few months from now. So that's the cycle of uh, right. how I well, watch judo. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up because we're going to start our live stream in just a few moments. So yeah. if you guys have anything you want us to look at, go over, talk about or make videos, please let us know. You can hit us up at Facebook, you can hit us at Instagram. No, we don't have Facebook. You can hit us at Instagram at yeah. Tommy Talk. You can hit us on YouTube at the Tommy Talk. If you want to follow me, you follow me at the Jerry underscore one. You follow Anthony, Anthony throws. You want to send us anything you guys look at again. You remember, you always hit us up to Tommy Talk at gmail.com. So Anthony, is there anything before we go, before no. we go do this live stream? I, I need to go pee before I we do the live stream. <laughs> so let's do this. <laughs> All right. So everybody out there, don't forget to slap the mat.